Welcome. You are listening to the Audio Information Network of Colorado. This recording is intended to be used solely by individuals with barriers to print. Thank you for joining us for this March 2nd Friday edition of the Broomfield Enterprise. My name is Elaine. Today we will be reading from the following main articles. Raise a class fundraiser and other Broomfield events this week. Kelly Rasky writes about people and plants and this week, the Beats of Botany. From junior park rangers to lifeguards and more, Broomfield summer job opportunities abound. One Book, One Broomfield Jr. brings in celebrated Latina children's book author. The Broomfield Photo Club landscapes through the lens of locals. And this week, Carrie Pettis, the book woman, reviews Solito, follows an immigrant's harrowing journey. And Front Range Kids are making a splash on the USA water polo team. These and other articles. This Thursday, the Raise a Class fundraiser is Access Opportunity's signature annual fundraising event that offers a unique twist on the traditional gala. Guests enjoy food stations featuring culinary delights from some of Denver and Boulder's favorite restaurants beer, wine, and custom cocktails, a fun auction, and live music from Rachel Alina at 6 p.m. Thursday at Ball Aerospace at 9606 Metro Airport Avenue in Broomfield. For more information, you can visit bandsintown.com. On Friday, fun at the Healing Studio. You can come and learn about tarot cards, play games, and discuss questions manifesting energy, swap abundance, and more the first Friday of every month. This will be at 6 p.m. on Friday at the Healing Studio, 18 Garden Center in Broomfield, and this event is free. Tribute to Pearl Jam, 10 is proud to play tribute to the eclectic music of Pearl Jam. You can rock out with the band and sing along on Pearl Jam's stadium, stadium anthems at 8 p.m. Friday at 100 Nickel in Broomfield. This is $10. From junior park rangers to lifeguards and more, Broomfield summer job opportunities abound. Summer jobs are an amazing opportunity for students, teachers, retirees, and others throughout Broomfield and the surrounding area looking to explore new challenges, make some extra spending money, and take the next steps in their career. In addition to competitive pay and flexible scheduling, employees also receive a free recreation pass to all facilities to enjoy on their days off. Applying for a job in aquatics gives teens and young adults the opportunity to test the waters at something unfamiliar. Every summer, Broomfield hires as many as 50 lifeguards to work at the Aquatic Bay Park and the Paul Durter Recreation Center. 
While the job involves lots of fun in the sun at some of Broomfield's favorite places, these lifeguards are trained to rescue swimmers and administer emergency services such as CPR and first aids, skills that will last a lifetime. If aquatics aren't for you but you're looking to stay active, apply for a position within athletics as a coach, official, or facilities coordinator. You don't have to be a sporting hero to be a good coach. All you need is passion, dedication, and a clean background check. Lend your passion to the next generation by serving as a coach for tennis, track, or other summer sport. As important as the coaches are, the officials, umpires, referees, and other officials ensure the rules are upheld while creating a fun and fair experience with smooth gameplay for players and spectators alike. If you love nature and the great outdoors and want to help keep Broomfield's outdoor spaces beautiful for everyone to enjoy, then working for the Parks Department could be right for you. High schoolers are invited to apply for the position of Junior Park Ranger, a role assisting senior park rangers and park maintenance crews. Those over 18 who'd like to work in the parks can apply to be a seasonal laborer and assist in the maintenance of park areas. Other summer opportunities happen at Camp Explorer, Broomfield's summer camp for youth from kindergarten to eighth grade. If you love working with kids, you'll want to apply to be a camp leader. After a few training sessions, you'll spend the summer taking kids on field trips to the most fun places in Broomfield. Applying for a position is easy. Applications are completed 100% online and applicants can fill out a job interest form to be notified of additional openings as they are posted. Better yet, in some cases, you can apply for multiple positions with just one application to help you easily find a position that best fits your interests and schedule. Most applicants will hear back within a week and know they have a great job secured for the summer. If you're looking for a long-term position, the city and county is also hiring for several full-time positions in departments like finance, payroll, police, human services, and more. Join an inclusive, thriving, and sustaining environment at the City and County of Broomfield. You can apply today at broomfield.org forward slash jobs. This week, Kelly Rowski writes about people and plants and the beats of botany. Plant bioacoustics studies the sound waves created by plants. First of all, I would like to share that I clearly opened up a can of worms when selecting a topic for this week's column. Even though I have meditated for years, I still have little monkeys in my brain that swing from idea to idea. This morning, I saw an advertisement for a device that emitted infrasonic resonance. The manufacturer's claim was that its device could calm nerves, improve stress resilience, and increase heart rate variability. Sounds like an excellent marketing plan to me. I tend to be leery of such bold claims, especially when accompanied by a request for money. 
For some reason, the little primate then jumped to forest bathing, which I have written about numerous times. Then a question forms in my mind and the research begins. We know that forest bathing reduces our stress hormones. One of the reasons is aromatherapy. Trees can release compounds called phytocides. Basically, these are antibacterial and antifungal essential oils that help the plants protect themselves. Benefits of humans breathing in these compounds can include improved immune system function as well as decreased anxiety, depression, and anger. We also know that plants communicate with each other underground and through the air by sending chemical, hormonal, and electrical signals, the latter of which interested me. Forest bathing not only includes the aromatherapy aspect, but it engages all of our senses. It is possible that plants produce a sound that is inaudible to humans, perhaps? If so, it could be part of the reason forest bathing is so beneficial. Current research can attach special microphones to plants. The University of Nebraska in Lincoln shares a short time-lapse video with sound of corn growing over an eight-hour period. They believe the turgor pressure inside the plant causes tiny fiber fractures, which creates a crackling noise. Princeton University Press shares that experiments demonstrate that some plants make infrasonic sounds at frequencies audible to insects and bats. Believe it or not, the buzzing of a bee nearby can cause a flower to increase its nectar production. Another experiment showed that seedling roots grew toward the sound of running water. There are companies who have created devices that translate electrical resistance and signals within plants into workable music. In other words, your plants can now make music. So yes, plants do emit sound. We humans simply cannot hear it without the help of technology. Plant bioacoustics is a relatively new field focusing on the sound waves created by plants. Unfortunately, I was not able to find direct research on whether infrasonic sounds made by plants might be beneficial for us or not. However, if I were to speculate, it would be a resounding yes. One Book, One Broomfield Jr. brings in celebrated Latina children's book author. The Broomfield Library will be hosting Yuhi Morales at the One Book, One Broomfield Jr. event. Morales is one of the most celebrated Latina children's book authors, according to Susan Dunn, children's collection development librarian. The event will be at the library at 3 Community Park Road at 2 p.m. This event will focus on Morales' book, Dreamers, a story that tells Morales' own experience of immigrating to the United States and finding peace at her local library. The press release states that Dreamers is not Morales' most recent book. 
it captures the powerful message that reading and library can change lives. The one book event will be followed by a performance by the Alebrijes Iluminados. They are vibrantly colored Mexican folk art sculptures in the form of fantastical art animals. Morales is a bilingual author and illustrator. She was born in Mexico but grew up in California. She was the first Latina to receive a Caldecott honor for her illustration in her book Viva Frida in 2015. The honor is given by the American Library Association. This event is open to the public and no registration is required. Carrie Pettis, the bookwoman, this week reviews Solito, which follows an immigrant's harrowing experience. Solito by Javier Zamora. Javier Zamora lives with his grandparents in a village in El Salvador. He has a happy life, does well in school, has friends, but he misses his parents who immigrated to L.A. in the U.S. many years ago. He doesn't remember his father and has only dim memories of his mother. They communicate by phone every couple of weeks. When Javier turns nine, his parents pay to have a coyote smuggle him to join them. The journey took his mother two weeks. No one can imagine that Javier will be on the road alone for nine weeks. He's just a little kid who can't even tie his shoes. After a lengthy and often dangerous journey across land and sea through Guatemala and western Mexico, Javier and his group reached the border. The plan was for him to cross into California through Tijuana, but somehow he is at La Línea in Nogales, heading for the Sonoran Desert of Arizona. Fortunately, during the long journey, Javier has been adopted by a mother, her daughter, and a young man traveling alone. Since he is generally clueless about the logistics of the trip, he is fortunate to have the support of this temporary family unit. It's doubtful he would have survived without them. Researching Zamora after reading the book, I learned that he is now in his 30s has attended several prestigious colleges and published a book of poetry. He required therapy to come to terms with his harrowing journey. He's never been able to reconnect with the people who helped him, though he continues to search. When asked, he says that he doubts he could survive the conditions that immigrants must endure in making the crossing today. The Broomfield Photo Club Landscapes Through the Lens of Locals. The Broomfield Photo Club will meet at 6.45 p.m. on Tuesday in the Crawford Room at the Broomfield Community Center, 280 Spader Way. This month's meeting will feature a talk from club member Andrew Stiff, who will discuss how to research and identify the best time and locations for capturing great landscape photos. The club meets on the fourth Tuesday of every month with its next meeting scheduled for March 28th. Meetings are also held via Zoom. 
To learn more about the club, you can visit its Facebook page at facebook.com Photo Club Broomfield or by contacting Carl Mulmeyer at 303-469-0537 or emailing broomfieldphotoclub at gmail.com. Colorado grocery stores can begin selling wine on Wednesday around 1900 grocery and convenience store licenses will be able to sell wine across Colorado starting on March 1st. Coloradans on Wednesday can add a new item to their grocery store shopping lists. March 1st marks the first day that wine can be sold at grocery and convenience stores in Colorado, the result of a bitterly close ballot measure in November that will change the way people purchase alcohol across the state. As of this month, around 1,900 grocery and convenience store licenses in Colorado will be able to begin selling wine, according to the Department of Revenue. That includes all 143 King Supers grocery stores, all 100 Safeway locations, and all eight Trader Joe's throughout the state. Customers have told us they want the convenience to be able to pick up a bottle of wine to have with dinner or a bottle of champagne for a special occasion, according to Chris Staff, a Safeway spokesperson. We're very excited. Representatives at Whole Foods and other grocers operating in Colorado couldn't be reached Tuesday to discuss their plans to carry wine in their stores. Proposition 125 was too close to call for weeks after the election ultimately passing with 50.6% of the vote. A coalition of independent liquor store owners vehemently opposed the measure arguing that the expansion of wine sales to big-name grocery chains would cripple their businesses. Meanwhile, giant out-of-state conglomerates, including the companies behind King Supers and Safeway, spent millions as they attempted to open up the state's liquor laws. While Colorado narrowly approved the wine measure, they rejected two other alcohol-related propositions that would have allowed liquor stores to open unlimited locations and permitted third-party companies like Instacart to deliver alcohol to your home. Vicki Dorvey from Colorado State University Extension writes about the dreams of homegrown veggies that can come true. There are a few more sunshiny, optimistic processes than the planning of a vegetable garden. It's when the mind's eye and the mind's nose imagine robust green stalks, sporting earthy smelling ruby tomatoes, aromatic basil bushes, and orange domes of frilly sweet carrot crowns. When garden planning is executed well, Homegrown food brings great joy. Now is the time to relish that gratifying preparation. And here are a few tips to help you along the way. 
If you're new to growing vegetables, then there are some basic first steps. Evaluate what areas in your growing space get six to eight hours of direct sun a day and have decent well-drained soil. All is not lost if you don't have one or both of these conditions. Many vegetables grow in less than ideal sun situations and even the toughest soils can be amended over time. Installing raised garden beds no more than three to four feet wide make it easier to start with rich soil. To plant early in the season because the beds warm up quickly and to avoid soil compaction by reaching into rather than stepping into the beds. If you're feeding your household, plan on allotting 100 square feet of garden space per person. But maybe you'd also like to give away some of your harvest to those in need, in which case you should apportion extra room. The CSU Extension Grow and Give program is an excellent resource for donating your produce. Place your new garden near a water source. With a handheld hose, run it low and slow. Low so it's close to the soil to avoid wet leaves, which can lead to diseases. And slow because the force of water can move seeds around. Drip and soaker hose irrigation offer the most efficient delivery, putting the water directly at soil level to reduce evaporation. Veggies don't have to grow in the ground. Container gardening achieves three goals, placing plants for optimum sun, controlling soil quality, and extending garden space. Experienced vegetable gardeners can consider what has grown well in the past and where to place each crop this year. Rotating placement reduces soil-borne pests, soil diseases, and soil nutrient depletion. Have your trees grown to the degree that they now shade gardens that were once sunlit? It may be time to carefully trim them or relocate your veggie beds. Consult a licensed arborist for larger pruning jobs. And now the best part, what to grow. Is a tomato fresh off the vine your idea of heaven? Are cucumbers and zucchinis a staple of your life? Why not have them just outside your door? Any fun, funky veggie you're curious about? If you've the means, try some of those too. Block planting allows you to grow more in a smaller space, save water and reduce weeding. Take into consideration what garden real estate each plant will fill by reading seed packets and plant labels. You'll be surprised at how much you can grow in a small space. For loads of resources regarding growing vegetables and herbs, including the topics mentioned in this article, you can visit cmg.extension.coloradostate.edu. And for more information on this and other topics, topics, feel free to visit extension.coloradostate.edu or contact your local CSU Extension office. Thank you for joining us for Broomfield Enterprise. My name is Elaine. AINC programming is made possible by the William O'Rourke Foundation. 
providing financial support to organizations devoted to promoting vision services.